All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Serious Angler Podcast, powered by our friends over at X2 Power Batteries. We are post-Christmas here, back with the captain, Mr. Andy Full. As always, I'm your host, Bailey Egbrett. Andy, how's your Christmas, man? Nora's uh, first Christmas. Nora's first Christmas. Emery's fifth Christmas, even though she's only four and a half. Like, I don't know how that math makes sense, but I'm pretty sure it's... I think that makes sense. Well, because she was a half year old, right? So maybe it's her fourth. I don't know. I was trying <laughs> to figure that out, but had had a lot of cold medicine and beers the last few days. So you know, we're <laughs> we're doing okay. The brain's a little fried, and we're we're hanging in there. No, everything was great. Kids uh, are going nuts. Nora is now crawling everywhere, and she's like an uncontrollable monster. So if you want her, you can have her from time <laughs> to time. And, You're not really uh, giving a good sell here. Your, your cat would love her because she just chases the cat around when the cat's like visible. So yeah, That's toys funny. are nothing. Cat is everything. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, that's uh, good, man. I'm glad to hear it was uh, a good was time. Yours? It was good, dude. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat where uh, the wife and I basically said, uh, we've had so much alcohol and cookies and junk food the past like three days that uh, it's going to be straight like uh, a dry January and nothing but salad because our honeymoon's in February. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. uh, joking about that, but I'm sitting here uh, as uh, my dad's a freaking... I've been telling him, so we, we joked about this goes back to Black Friday where my... So my parents live in Florida. My brother lives in Utah. And my dad went out and, and bought himself a PS5. Uh and he was kind of pondering on the ideas like, oh, yeah, we used to play, you know, Call of Duty and all that stuff as kids together and play Madden and all that. I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of fun, you know, a way for us to, like, still talk and, like, you know, do stuff together when we're not in the same state. And uh, but I'm like, I just have no time for it. And the freaking bastard gets me a PS5 for Christmas. So I was playing that get five hours today. Yeah, it gets my brother one, too, which he, my brother already has an Xbox. Oh, so. boy. But uh, nonetheless, super appreciative of it. And it's just going to be more of a uh, self-discipline for me to get my stuff done so I can go and play Call of Duty with Pops when uh, we're both done working type of deal. But uh, it's uh, it's a really good Christmas. Whole family was here. First time, you know, the newlyweds they made host it. Yeah, how uh, was so hosting? Uh, we definitely need a bigger house, 1,000%. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, we pulled it off. Uh, I shouldn't say we, my wife did. She is a miracle worker. She did all the cooking, everything. I was just kind of like the guy that stood there and said hello to people and asked, Hey, do you need a beer? And that's basically all my purpose was, uh, on Christmas. Um, but uh, nonetheless, it was, it was awesome. Had uh, the whole gang here. Um, and hopefully everybody that's tuning in here and, uh, our guests for today had a, had a good Christmas. Our guest for today, his first christmas as well as a as a married man uh mr west logan who will get on here in a second but uh andy it's kind of the uh you know the post christmas here in new york is the the dark time of year where it's pretty there's basically no bass fishing whatsoever yeah. you have Very steelhead. yes well, we're talking bass. Steelhead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say i went fishing today while i was guiding today but yeah I mean, the only bass we have right now is in the Great Lakes, and they're biting if we have a good day to get out there. But if, yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> Although it's been like it's it was weird. I mean, last year to this year was polar opposite. 
Christmas is because last year we had seven feet of snow in the teens, and this year was 50s and rain, where it didn't even really feel like Christmas. It was super odd. Um, but nonetheless, a great Christmas. Uh, anytime you guys can spend with uh, quality folks, uh, family, friends, it's uh, obviously well worth it. But uh, the new year is coming upon us, 2024, in five days here. And so what we wanted to do, um, obviously, before everybody gets out their uh, New Year's resolution shows, we wanted to do a, a best of 2023. And now we're not going to go out and list like, you know, what we think is is best overall industry wide. We're going best off of our personal experience from 2023. What was the best performing soft bait we used for 2023? Best performing rod and reel, things like that. We're going to kind of roll through there and have some fun with it, too. Uh, and have some uh, some highlight moments from the year, but also some big fails, uh, and we'll have some fun with that. But uh, I think without further ado, before we start rolling into all of that, let's get on our guest for today, Mr. Wes Logan. What's going on, man? What's up, fellas? How are you? Good, buddy. How, how's the? Uh, we talked about it a little bit offline, but uh, how's the married life treating you? Oh, it's awesome, dude. I love it. I love it. But like well, we talked about it a little bit earlier, uh, you know, nothing's really changed, but you know, except wearing that ring every day. Yeah. yeah. It gets heavy after a while, especially if you have a tungsten one. Yeah. Like yeah. I went, I went, I went all gold. So you're smart. I, just, I went, I went old school. Bougie. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. About yeah. that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what you had, uh, from the pictures you and, and Riley been posting, it looked like a pretty dang cool wedding that you guys had. Was you was it Utah? That might yeah, be. yeah, it was an interesting little deal. We actually uh, went to Utah to Archers National Park, and you know, kind of did our own little thing as far as the actual ceremony and all that good stuff. And then we came back, and like a month later, we had you know all our friends and family and all that good stuff. Uh, so it's basically like we just had a, a reception, so there was no stress. It was it was a really good time. We watched you know some college football during it. It was it was really a blast, honestly. Yeah, y'all did it right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody I talked, I didn't really know how it was going to go. Obviously, we never done it before, but everybody was like, well, "If I could go back, I would do it exactly like y'all are doing it." And I'm like, "Well, we'll see." And it was, it was pretty stress free. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Uh, I definitely wouldn't change a thing about ours, but look, well, I was showing my wife some of your guys' pictures, and she was so okay. jealous. <laughs> Andy's dying over here. <laughs> yeah, we're just <laughs> not there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, okay. I'm trying to mute myself as I'm coughing. Sure, here. Andy. We yeah. can put your your dying friends. Yeah, that's perfect. He just falls out. We're just it, still talking. It, it comes in waves. It literally comes in waves. Don't it though? Don't it? If though. he falls off his chair, we'll just get rid of him. And we'll just yeah, yeah. <laughs> leave the suspense. What happened to Andy? Uh, oh man. Yeah. No, no, we're good. Just the cough that won't go away. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I just, that's, I didn't mean to throw everybody in a rabbit hole. That's my bad. That was my bad. <laughs> hey, it's the foundation of this show is being thrown to a completely different, different topic. Uh, that's good. But uh, how how the wedding or not wedding? Good grief! We were just talked about the uh, Christmas for you guys. Everything it go was good. It was, it, was, it was pretty laid back. Uh, we didn't really do a whole lot, um, and, and we didn't. We just got a some you know small gifts. We didn't really go all out because of you know all the money that we spent and stuff. So we kind of tried to hold back on that. Just some little sentimental stuff, but hung out with some family and you know just had a good time. Like ever I hope everybody else. Heck yeah man. <laughs> we have a comment here that says uh twenty dollars if Andy takes your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, twenty hey. bucks is twenty bucks, man. That, that's yeah. after dark, all right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was the Christmas special. <laughs> Which, if you guys uh, did not catch that, uh, we definitely had some fun for our Christmas special. Uh, feel free to pass any judgment from anything you hear on, uh, on that show, but but uh, but Wes, we're gonna talk a little bit about our best of twenty twenty three, and uh, like I was saying a little bit earlier, it wasn't like uh you know, what we think was the best reel on the market type of deal is like, what was the best for us this mm-hmm. past year? So we're going to start diving into that a little bit, but uh, before we do, you obviously you had a crazy off season from getting some repairs on, on yourself and yeah. getting hitched and all that. But uh, are you ready for 2024? I mean, dude, you got like what, maybe a month before you got to be on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, boat just got rigged up last week. Uh, I, I rigged my own boat. I, I do. The only thing I don't do to it is Buck Island puts my jack plate on there. And then I just, I do everything else. I run all my wire and all that stuff just because, and people ask me like, well, so-and-so can do it. And I don't, wouldn't mind somebody else doing it. I just like to know like how everything's ran. If some, if you were to have a problem, I'd know where to, you know, I can diagnose it really quick. Um, so got that done, got to fish a little bit this weekend with my, with my gimped up hand. It went pretty good. And, I don't know. Yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm fishing the Elite Series and the and the MPFL this year. So I'll actually start. I got a tournament at the end of January, right here by the house. So I'm kind of excited about that. That'll be that'll be the that'll be the kickoff for the year. I hope we can we can start it off pretty good. Have you have you announced that you're you're fishing MPFL yet this year? Uh, probably just now. <laughs> Dang. All right. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. Hot off the press. <laughs> There's a. Uh, we we've had a, a insider, if you will, somebody that's been relaying some big names that uh, was fishing in PFL, and I heard yours thrown around, but wasn't for sure. But you just brought it back up, so it's pretty yeah. cool to hear that you're fishing that man. Uh, how's I mean, briefly, because we've talked about it a bunch in the yeah. show. But how's that schedule looking for you? Oh, it's not bad. I mean, I, I was actually I just wanted to fish more, um, like fish tournaments more, and I didn't really want to go down the open road again because i did that and i just don't want to go through that again um i mean if i was having to qualify to get back or whatever that's a whole different deal but just going fishing i thought that was the best you know fit for what i wanted to do to have a few extra tournaments and i mean the lakes are going to be really good uh and i think we're going to hit them at a really good time of year um they, they could you know they could show out a little bit as far as fish you know the weight and fish catches and stuff so i'm excited about that and when the elite schedule is a little bit not probably not right up my alley um from what i can tell but you never know it's a lot of it's weather depending though everybody always says man what do you think about the schedule i'm like well it could be flooding or it could be 20 degrees and you know freaking 40 foot low who knows when you get there so yeah for sure it's it's more weather depending than than actually where we're at most of the time right well that's gonna be exciting man uh i know we're looking forward to uh once the the roster comes out it might even be i've honestly to, to to be frank with everyone, the past week or so, I, ma- I made a small post on Serious Angler about it, but like, I have just been tapped. I as soon as the holiday break came from work, I basically was like, I'm gonna get our posts up that need to be up, but then I am just going to exit from social media for a little yeah, while. Yeah, and honestly, it felt really good, but also it was a bad thing because now I'm too comfortable with it and I got to get yeah back in the system here. But yeah, it's easy. Like I haven't posted near as much as I should have the last you know eight or ten days. But like you get you get pulled so many different ways, family wise, and you don't want to be worried about what's on your phone when you're hanging out with people you don't really get to see a lot. So it's 
I think I think I don't think it's just one or two people. I think the majority of our industries kind of it slacks off a little bit, which is that's no big deal. I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, it's that time of year. Yeah, it's just sure. uh, when my parents drive twenty one hours up to come see Correct. me. I'm not going to be sitting on exactly. my phone all week. Yeah, you know? yeah, worried uh, about who's who's liking your Instagram post or something like it. Like yeah. they can get over it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I did have somebody that asked uh, reached out to me on my personal because I hadn't posted in over a week. Uh, and usually I'm very active on that, and they asked me if I was okay. So I appreciate the person that reached you, out. That you good, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, I appreciate you asking. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I am obnoxious on social media. I apologize. <laughs> but uh, it was it was actually good, pretty funny. Good looking. Like, good yeah. looking out, man. Like, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. nice to see that somebody cared. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Just one person. But hey, the one person means means yeah. the world. We're good. Um, all right, let's let's start hopping into some of this stuff, and we honestly might even come up with some categories that I didn't even <laughs> think of here. But um, I got about ten or so that we'll roll through. What we'll do is um, we list the category, like say our best soft bait for us this year. Um, obviously, name what it is, and then roll out to kind of like a brief why. Like mm-hmm. if there if there was any any of there was a certain style you lean towards this year, things like that. Um, so let's let's lead off with that, and it's our best soft bait of 2023. Um, and c- just to kind of get the ball rolling here, I won't just throw you guys <laughs> into the wind here and make you answer it. So I'll get I'll, I'll roll through, seeing as though obviously I've had time to put this together. But um, for me in 2023, uh, my best performing bait for me from a tournament standpoint and fish catching uh, was the Mega Bass Mag Draft. Uh, that one for me caught a lot of five plus pound fish, especially in tournament kicker fish, uh, for me this year. Um, and close behind that, I spent a lot of time with it was, uh, that new Spro KGB Chad Shad throwing the glide bait a bunch this year, kind of trying to just more target, not that the a six inch mag drafts a big bait anymore these days. I think maybe, you know, five, 10 years ago, they'd say a six inch swim bait. Is on the bigger side, but nowadays that's small. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, like that just seems to always get bit and, and catch you know bigger fish too. Um, but definitely performed well for me in tournaments, out of tournaments, all year round, really. But uh, it's the mag draft for me. What about you, Wes? Yeah, it's gonna from a from a fish catching standpoint, like a, a tournament bait. It's gonna be a, a Zoom Z Crawl Junior. Uh, and it's just cause I can use it. I, I used it so many ways to catch some all year. Like you can use it as a jig trailer, a swim jig trailer. I throw it on a buzz bait. I flip it. I flip, I use it on a punch skirt. Like, I mean, I caught a, almost a four pounder at Sabine on it on a buzz bait and caught the rest of them flipping it. Like it, it was, it's just that versatile of a bait. And I mean, I can, I know at Champlain, I caught some punching with a one ounce with a, with a punch skirt on it that, you know, you can put it on the back of it. And then I, that's just what I swim a jig with most of the time. So it's, it's just so versatile. And I mean, you know, it's got so many great colors. That's just, it's a bait that I always have tied on and it, it'll, it'll probably be, would be my number one pick, you know, last year and next year, probably. I like it. I, I feel like that bait, like when you look at either, opens or you know back with flw and then now mlf and the guys that do like the top 10 baits and anyone that's either swimming a jig or throwing a buzz bait has on their yeah. Trailer. Yeah. absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure and what's weird is i used to uh, like before i was ever on the elites or anything just around home we i would flip a menace a strike king menace and i've tried to like 
catch them on that still. And I just, I don't like the way it, it's the same profile bait, but the body style is a little different. So it, the Z crawl junior kind of floats through the water where that menace is more of like a straight down. Cause just, it's, I guess it's so, you know, slender, but I just mm -hmm. like the, I like the gliding and stuff of that Z crawl junior body a lot more. Yeah. Cause it's got a little flatter, wider body. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's ribbed. I mean, it's still a real skinny body, but it's got the ribs on it. So it just, it has a totally different action. Makes sense. Which makes yeah, it good. Which makes it good with a buzz bait too, because it, it's it's got that flatter, you know, profile. Get, yeah. Gets it up on top of the water a lot faster. I like that. Heck yeah. But yeah. I, I, well, I would say my close second is a the uh, the Zoom Unitoad. I caught a lot on it, and I don't feel like a lot of people are throwing it, and I I can't really figure out why. But is that the is that the new one that came out like last year? Yeah. That was like basically specifically for buzz baits. Yeah, but it's more of a you would throw it. I, I've been throwing it more in like a like a uh, like a skinny dipper situation, oh. like around pads and stuff. Like every bass I weighed in at Seminole come off of it, um, and then I caught some at Champlain on it. But I caught some at Okeechobee on it. You and Cobb was throwing it a lot on the back of his uh, swim jig too. But it's a it's not really like a, I think a lot of people think it's designed for like a like a big easy type bite where it's more of like a slow roll and like like you know more swimming it than that buzzing type deal. What is it called again? The uh, hell did my mind just went blank? What <laughs> uni something, right? Uni, uni uni code. Code. I got yeah. Zoom uni okay. code. I'll uh yeah. I'll share screen fast for people that are yeah. Just put a watching. peg like a one ounce or an eighth ounce weight on it with a five volt uh, EWG gamma. It's game on. That thing's sick, dude. It swims so good. Like you have, dude. It rocks so good. It don't roll. It don't spin when you like like. Slow rolling it, dude. It just rocks. It's it's awesome. I feel like this is one of those baits I've seen several instances in the past year or so, and I'm like, yeah, that looks pretty good. And it's one of those where I'm just like too lazy to buy it, and it's gonna come back to bite me where I need to buy it. They bite that thing. I can't figure out why people aren't throwing it this much, but it's a it's a getter. Like when it looks, like it's got that uh, same uh, what you might call it um buzz frog body too that skips like a dream oh yeah yeah that's actually i think Cobb had a big you know in designing it and he actually made it to skip docks with it like <laughs> hartwell and greenwood and stuff mm. like on a shad's palm deal so that's kind of what it was designed for but it's it's really good around grass like that mm. that's a sneaky that sneaky bastard <laughs> like it. yeah. putting in the Love cart it. now <laughs> yeah, add two cards. Yeah, <laughs> I dig it. Andy, what about you, man? All right, I had two, and it's more like seasonal based. I started off the year really strong, throwing a baby Z2 on a drop shot and also a Demiki. And there's a couple of like things that we did to them to get more bites with them, which we'll we'll save that for another day. But uh, sneaky stuff. Bailey knows what I'm talking about. They can, don't give it all out. <laughs> so baby Z2 is huge. I think we put yeah. 10 or 11 over six on it in the month of May, just on that bait alone on guide trips and fun fishing. And then as the summer progressed, I actually got away from a flatworm quite a bit. And I started throwing like a Hasdong shad a lot more on a drop shot. And in the fall, in July and in the fall, it helped this get like multiple top three tournaments and a victory. So it's a good sneaky down. drop shot bait. Yeah. Put that back down. Yeah. <laughs> Stop showing that. Sorry. But yeah. No. They're all good. They're they're both both of those. Man, well, that flatworms kind of like they still bite it, but it's not what it was. Yeah, it's yeah. you need a rotation of baits. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because yeah, everyone's it, throwing it. Yeah. Definitely seems like certain areas they are uh 
okay, this hour they're going to eat a flatworm. Uh, the next hour they'll eat a flat-nosed minnow, and then the rest of the day they're not going to eat anything max Anything, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I have, like, three different max baits on the deck drop-shotting when fishing a derby or fun fishing. Then on the other side of my uh, deck, I'll have, like, four different other plastics just to rotate through fish. Mm-hmm. And eventually they'll bite one of them. I'm convinced. So. <laughs> Take the small mouth. Yeah, they are pretty dumb. <laughs> they're, they're, getting, they're, getting, they're getting smarter though. <laughs> oh, they, yeah. they are. They're it was uh, it was pretty crazy when I came up. Uh, we had that X two deal after St. Lawrence, and I went out with Josh Douglas. It was interesting on the American side, and it was like all around them, like should be catching them, and it was like watch them go down every single time on active target, and it was just like, yeah, we're gonna get bit. Nope, never mind. We're not getting bit. And it was like that for a couple hours. It was crazy. We were like, these fish should be eaten. Shocker, they don't magically eat on forward-facing sonar. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, went to Canada uh, with Hamner, and I was like, it same exact scenario, except they would eat it two feet under the surface, come rocketing up. It was just like, it, it's funny how pressure plays so heavily into stuff like that, especially mm-hmm. smallmouth. But I guarantee you, though, those American fish, you just give them a week or two. I'm just leaving them alone, and they'll be back being dumb. Yeah. Brought to you by Andy's dying on the show. Yeah. I try. I couldn't get there in time. I tried. Oh. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, all right, let's go hard bait. Uh, Wes, we'll leave it with you on this one. Probably hard bait. Hard bait. Hard bait. You can always come back to. Yeah, come back. come back. I got two, and I don't know which one I want to say. I mean, you could do both. Yeah, just just circle back, circle back. <laughs> Andy, you want you want to take this one? All right. So hard bait. I got two, and like it's seasonality for me. In the spring, it was a jerk bait. I think I had it in my hands while I was fishing shallow, like ninety nine point eight percent of the time. I know really specific number, right? And it was um I can't remember the the MS Black Shad Vision One Ten Plus One put a ton of fish in the boat for me in the spring. And then when we got to late summer transition into fall, it actually became a spy bait with forward facing sonar and watch them mm-hmm. come up off the bottom and smoke a spy bait. That was really fun. So yeah. pr- Prism Gill was the color. I'll I'll t- I'll say that. So yeah. <laughs> Another one should stop talking. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you know, you guys appreciate you joining. We're gonna we're gonna end the show right here. <laughs> we're gonna call it a night. Yeah. This is a bad idea. No, yeah, this was a terrible idea. Actually. Terrible idea for Wes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, funny. Um, for for me, hard bait wise, uh, it, it's a toss up between two, but it's basically essentially the same category of bait. You can't use swim baits anymore. No, I'm Cut. not using swim baits. Cut you off. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a deeper diving crankbait for me. Where it was, I had spring bite, summer bite, all the way into the fall. Um, a, a mainstay for the past couple of years, Andy's fault was that OSP Blitz. I can't remember the specific model, the deeper one, the bigger one. Oh, the DR. No, Max DR. Yes, which whatever Andy says, <laughs> it's probably the correct. I don't even know the dang bait name, but I'm throwing it. Um, but one that has done really well in certain situations where I found actually several where the OSP wouldn't work. Um, 
and I promise this isn't just a plug because I work for Pure Fishing, but it's a Berkeley Money Badger. Uh, that that new bait is actually pretty unique. Um, it's more on that cold side. It seems like you can burn the living hell out of it, and it will not blow out, just kind of like an OSP. Uh, but there was some, whatever reason, there are certain situations. Kind of got that spoon bill. Um, something pretty unique. But I don't know. I haven't put it, been able to put my finger on it just yet. Why it'll work when the OSP won't? Because it's. I mean, they've made colors that are very, very much the same, uh, and will work just fine. So I don't know. Mer- Berkeley Money Badger. I think if you got the the funds. Highly recommend trying that out. And yeah, it's got blaze or bust blaze. They that color's freaking legit. Um, yeah. Wes, what about you? Uh, it's gonna have to be my outlaw, man. Like it's, saw that it, coming. It's solid. Like I'm <laughs> sorry, it, it's it's not like an everyday thing. Obviously, you're not gonna go out there and catch him on a spook or a topwater like a walking bait every day. But like when that bite's going down, it just it, it's hard to not throw that one out there. And, and maybe it's just a confidence thing, but it it gets bit from. I think I caught some on it this, or this past year, like late February, and then obviously some schooling fish in the summertime, and then the fall. It, it here it comes. I mean, it's wide open. Yeah, that outlaw is nice. I uh, I remember the the first smallmouth you caught on an outlaw. Yes, yes. That is <laughs> that is not the last smallmouth that's been caught on an outlaw. I can assure you. Oh man, that yeah. fish was wild. It was. Yep. People say I'm starting to sound like Rudd after I plug Berkeley one time. <laughs> <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> that that thing's legit though, dude. What uh. You might have said it, and I wasn't even paying attention. What color do you have a preferred? Uh, normally, I mean, I throw the better than bone one. That's that's my go-to. Unless it's if it's real sunny, you know, you throw a chrome one. Um, but you know, most most conditions, ninety percent of the time, you don't. Th- I throw the better than bone, or the the regular bone is is really good too. The better than bone is more like a chalk white, and then the bone is just it's more of a yellow, you know, more, more of a yellow tint to it, or like a like a normal bone. It's like a difference between vanilla and French vanilla. Yes, yes, <laughs> pretty much. Should have named them that. That's a really good name. <laughs> yeah. French vanilla. Where uh total sidebar, but where would you throw this black and blue color? I throw it in Florida. Oh, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we caught I caught some on the uh the pop bar and the I didn't I haven't thrown that one down there, but that was actually Louis, the the owner. He 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 come up with that deal and, and it does catch them down there like it's i've never thrown it until this past year down there and i, I caught some on it i love a black like popper. a low light yeah, yeah like a low light mm-hmm. don't be afraid to throw a black and sun either they'll come up and get it because it silhouettes really well yeah yeah i was about to say it'd probably be really good on a um a small mouth deal too real calm slick calm or something i have to try that i've caught a lot of big large mouth throwing a black popper and like slick Middle of the day, sunny days over mm-hmm. grass flats. Yeah. Just pure black. I don't think give that a shot. All right. We can we can make this either a combo or if you have anything individual uh from a rod and reel standpoint. If you had one that you you felt like you had you were using and catching more fish throughout the majority of the year than in the others. Um if you have those, but if there's any other models obviously that you feel like you want to plug to that you felt like need some need some love. Um, obviously, let that rip. Um, I'll kick this one off and saying that my favorite rod uh, that I have been using, um, and because it seems like I'm using it for so many different applications, from either dragging to 
uh, flipping in certain situations to throwing a mag draft on it to whatever. It's a um, Abby Garcia Fantasies to X, seven foot six, medium heavy. Uh, I just feel like it's super universal, and I like that longer. Uh, I know some some guys like the like to keep around a seven two seven three for whatever reason that seven six seven five. I'm a big fan of. Uh, it seems like I get a little bit longer when it comes to fishing rods uh, year after year, but. Uh, a reel that I think, uh, and I, I think uh, Tackle Talk, Andrew Hayes talked about it a bunch on his, uh, the the Swimmies, his awards show he did. Um, but the Corrado K, I think, is is still one of the best bang for your mm-hmm. buck reels on the market, especially now that you can get them for like 120, 130 bucks because the new Corrado M is out. Um, but that uh, Corrado K, dude, I got like freaking 10 of them at this point. Uh, they're bulletproof, don't break, and you can use them for pretty much damn everything. Yes, sir. What about you, Andy? Um, the rod for me, well, I actually have two. One, they're both Alpha Angler rods. One is a spy bait rod that everyone knows. They follow my social media. That's like the only rod I ever talk about. And the second rod that I think I've like truly fallen in love with this year is the Zilla, which is a 7.3 medium heavy casting rod. Not the Vader. I love the Vader for one thing and one thing only, and that's flipping a jig but the zilla like i can throw floral braid i can frog with it flip with it whatever i need to do swim jig it's the best overall all-around rod they make and that thing is awesome thank you yeah wes uh so this past year i've actually gotten to design my own rods from art that's going to be available at the classic this year um, and I've made one that's I designed it for a swim jig. It's a seven five medium heavy, um, but it's uh, it's good. For, you could use it for a lot of things. Like I I threw a mag draft on it a lot, um, a whopper plopper, a buzz bait. I skipped docks with it. Like it's 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 not too stiff to not be able to do a lot of stuff with it. It would be real good like an offshore rod, like dragging a worm, dragging a football jig, stuff like that. So it's just a really good all around rod. And I mean, the, the length may turn people off a little bit, but it's it's got a short enough handle where it's not going to get in your way, like skipping and stuff like that. But it, it's it's a really good rod that I caught a lot of bass on this year, and it's it's pretty solid. I'm really excited about it, and I, I like the name of it too. I, it's called a hundred or a hundred K is what I called it because I won a hundred thousand swimming a swim jig, so I figured I'd call it a hundred K. That's pretty dope. But yeah. And then <laughs> then Art came out with their their line of G series reels is really good. Um I mean I use all the G sevens and G fives mostly, but they're they're lower end. They have a G three, a G five, and a G seven. And we've actually just come out with a G one, which is like a sixty nine dollar retail reel that is probably one of the better feeling, you know, cheaper side reels that I've ever put in my hand. Like it I mean, it's no, that's. I mean, I, obviously, it's a plug because I mean, I mean, they're one of my main sponsors. But it's really good, real. Like, I was very impressed with what he did with it. That uh, whole G three, the the G numbers, you're hitting on some uh, some hunting SEO guys that are looking yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. yeah, yeah. They're like, that's why are we getting all this traffic? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's funny, dude. That, that's pretty sick, though. Um, I could be mistaken here, but have they? Did they come out with a spinning reel too this year? Yes, yes. Uh, I don't. It, I think it's going to be released. I've got them, uh, and I think I've got the finished product on on one series of them. I'm pretty sure they're getting sent to dealers. Uh, if they haven't already, it'll be very soon. But yeah, they will have. A, there will be a spinning reel available. That's pretty sick. 
and it's it's been very good too. I, I'm not a big, I don't know the ins and outs of the spinning reel deal. I just know it's got good drag and it's smooth and it throws a long way and it's light. So, but <laughs> as far as like the 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 really details, like a bait casher, I, I'm I try and use them as least amount as possible. Yeah. Until we go up north, I go above the Mason Dixon line. That's all I got out there. I was gonna say I'm not I'm dumb to... anymore. I'm not stupid. Andy, did Andy have to teach you how to use one when you came up here? Yeah, pretty, pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Oh, that's sick, man. Thank you. Um. All right. Here's here's one that uh, I'm intrigued by, and I'll I'll start off with a little plug because I, I do want you to talk about it quick, Wes, because you're wearing it on your head, and I'm wearing it and wearing the t-shirt. I, team, team eliminated water yeah. Yeah. Uh, is uh, d- tell people a little bit about the, the clothing line that you put out, but also some of the inspiration behind it. And then uh, lead off with your one apparel item that you think it was like clutch or most worn. It might've been your favorite for 2023. Yeah. Uh, so do you want me to start with the apparel line or start with the apparel? Like the, the start apparel. with your apparel and then into. Okay. Okay. So, so basically, I just kind of got with um, the guys at AFCO, and, and we got in, involved with some of the people that do their, you know, all their labeling and stuff. I don't really know what you call it when you are, like, you know, putting the stuff on the actual apparel. Mm-hmm. And we kind of decided to do some stuff. And I, I've got a buddy here back home that says that all the time, the team of Laminate and Water deal. And it's just always, like, 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 when he says it, it's funny. But, like, if you really think about it, every time you're, like, practicing or something guys like how's it going i we know where they ain't so i mean it's just <laughs> i mean it's and everybody that hears it like dude i shoot that's freaking genius and i'm like well you know it is what trade it market is. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> but yeah it was it's it was a pretty cool deal they we had the store open for i think two weeks and uh i know we're gonna open it back up probably sometime you know back in the, in the when the springtime comes up again there, this was kind of just like a trial run to see how it went um Made a little, you know, a West Logan logo. They were able to make that for me. I kind of like it. The hats are really cool. Um, probably get, might do like a deal where when it opens back up, have another little little saying shirt because my buddy that he that's all he's just slap full of them. But so all the all the I got to give all the credit to him on the eliminating water shirt to him for sure. It uh, I got some laughs because I wore it for Christmas morning and yeah. uh, a couple of the guys in the family had some laughs about that. Yeah, I was somewhere that. I think I was picking my boat up or something a couple of days ago and a guy walked in. There. I don't even know the guy. I mean, he know he knows who I am, but regardless of that, we were just talking and another guy walked up and asked me, he's like, man, wasn't you fishing the other day or you go practice for something? He's like, yeah, man, I know where they're not. And I said, Hey, I got a shirt for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. dude. <laughs> yeah, I a shirt for that. It was, uh, it was pretty good. Pretty good. But yeah. Um, as far as apparel that's clutch, you know, I've got to go with the, the Afco Reefer. Like, it's hard to beat, especially when it's cold. Um, you know, you got the little belt, built-in neck thing. It's just – it's comfortable to wear. Like, it's easy to fish in. It's got that water-resistant material. It's just – it's pretty solid. Like, it, it's hard to beat, you know, day in and day out in a cool situation. When it warms up, it's you can't really wear it. But if it's ever cold, it, it's hard to beat that. Yeah, and I'll uh, – I know we're not – our show, we're with obviously Blackfish, but mm-hmm. I'll give a plug here to, to that Africa Reaper too. Is that like my brother wears that in the woods because they made that those timber camos? Mm-hmm. I wear into those plug in that. Yeah, it, it makes for a great archery hoodie too. Yeah, that's what I, I wear. I wear. They're really good turkey hunting. You know, they they got the mossy oak, the bottom land, and then whatever their new breakup design or something. But they mm-hmm. also just this, on the hunting plug deal, their their little sun 
you know, samurai shirts, the sun hooded ones. They built one, or they made one with a built-in face mask, and they've got it in the mossy oak stuff too. So it's legit, like turkey hunting stuff, or like when it's real hot deer hunting. Heck yeah, dude! Yeah, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, real fast, going back to uh, that apparel line. Mm-hmm. Um, one, obviously, you guys got to tune into social media for when that does come back online. Yeah. I encourage you guys to to get that stuff. But I'm loving that you and like you see it like Jordan Lee makes the the this like sucks. Mm-hmm. uh deal like i love seeing these different things pop up because i think it it brings just kind of some i don't really want to i don't know a better word besides like some comedy some light-hearted lifestyle-ness to to bass fishing especially tournament fishing yeah it needs uh, it. we need it right now for sure yeah yeah it, it just creates some fun around it like we don't need to be so serious all the time like we're allowed to say a lake sucks you know what i mean like we, yeah most of them do I mean, every, I mean, you know, 10 or 12 guys are going to figure it out, but the majority of the time it freaking sucks. Like, (laughs) I mean, except for like Lake Ontario, St. Lawrence, Champlain. They don't even count. Like they don't, that's just uh, just (laughs) unbelievable fisheries. But like, I mean, think about it. You go practice for three days for a tournament and you find one area. The rest of the time you was just eliminating water. Like it's dead. That's all you need. Yeah. My problem is I eliminate the good water 90% of the time. So I was, it's just a lose-lose for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, lose-lose. Yeah, you get on, on watch Bass Live on day four, you're like, damn, I practiced there for like three hours and had one bite. Probably should have stayed a little longer. Yeah, that always feels like a slap in the face when you hear oh, about it. happens that. all the time. Happens all the time. <laughs> timing, man. It's all about timing. Oh, we got Paul in the in the comments chirping. Asking how bad did Wes beat Andy the last time they went out together? I did. I didn't beat. I didn't beat Andy. Uh, nah, I'm not gonna. Nah. Andy, Andy didn't even. Andy just like sat down because he had done caught so many. He was like, "I'm just making you feel bad." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andy. Andy is the nicest. He's like a Canadian. He will chirp you, but you don't realize the beginning that you're getting chirped because he. Oh, I knew. So I knew. I knew from the damn get go. Yeah, when I'm up there trying to figure out this freaking forward facing deal the one i had on my boat at the time i'm not gonna say nothing but dude, it would hardly work and he's just sitting back there in my pastor seat just going oh i got one there's a four pounder and just boat flips it on the deck of the boat and i'm like <laughs> okay yeah. but yeah it was it was a good time. good time and then he'll walk up in front with you and he'll pat you on the back he goes you'll get it someday yeah yeah <laughs> He's like a Canadian man. They're the nicest uh, chirpers in the world. Yeah. Uh, we had fun the second day. Was it the second day we threw the jerk bait? The, in the second river? day, you you whooped my butt with that jerk bait and the top water. But that was a blast. It was blowing that like was, eighty yeah. miles an hour. It was awful, but yeah. yeah, it was fun. They were they freaking train wrecked that jerk bait, and I caught that big one on a on a top water too. Oh yeah, that didn't suck. <laughs> that didn't sound no, yeah. no in like in like inches of water it was yeah like it was worth driving however far up 15 hours up there for two days for that i could have just turned around and went home like i'm good <laughs> that's awesome oh yeah. yeah all right um andy what do you got apparel wise oh so i have two i have the one sun shirt I wore basically every day in multiple different colors, which is the Blackfish Angler UPF sun hoodie. Super lightweight, and it's, like, breathable. So it's great when it gets really hot out. And then the honorable mention is the Blackfish shorts. They're super comfortable. Wear them in the boat. Don't stick to your legs like cotton shorts do. And uh, I'm on a date. 
wear them on a date, wear them on the golf course. Like they're <laughs> incredible. I, I think I got like 10 pairs of them now. It's the only shorts I own. Yeah. I I think I have each color and each model. Yeah. And that's about all I wear in the summer until they have pants. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I'm wait. all about those sun pants, man. Same. Uh but yeah, dude, I, I'm straight in line with that. And I'll go on the flip side here from a cold weather side. And we talk about the Gale pullover all the time. But the one thing I do want to to name for it is the uh, Blackfish Arid gloves. Oh, Those money. are freaking legit because there's not too many gloves out there that you can actually like have your fingertips closed, like covered mm-hmm. and still be able to fish with like uh, somewhat efficiently. You can, of course fish but like your your bird's nest and every other cast and it's just a, a shit show for a lack of a better word literally can't feel shit most of the time yeah exactly well, and hey. for those it's 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 pretty sick in regards to that you can one dunk them in the water yeah fish them like we're scooping these smallmouth in low 40 degree water and you don't even notice the difference um it's that it's pretty it speaks pretty uh, pretty loud to us and us cold weather folk yeah. Um, but definitely for folks, you know, winter, winter time in the South, uh, worth the grab, especially if you, you fish during the winter or early spring, um, that sort of deal. Uh, but are, are, they, one, like, are they like neoprene? Like a, no, not I have really. No idea. I just wondered how, like, with, like, were you saying I, you're dipping them in the so water? Like, like I'm I, I had one pair that I basically wore like the seams out of after wearing them for like 50 days in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, they have what I think is like a waterproof lining inside of inside the glove, inside the glove. So they're they're like dual layered Mm. and they're insulated on the inside. And then the outside they're they're not such a waterproof. They're kind of like a light neoprene, but they absorb, they can absorb water. Then there's like a lining inside of them that makes them waterproof. I got you to keep it from getting to your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I I mean, I wore gloves through the side of them throwing a bait caster in the winter Mm -hmm. after like, 50 60 days and they were still i was still able to put my hand in the water and they were waterproof nice so yeah i i wrote a note to ask specifically how that all works because i i can tell people it works and i can show yeah. them a video evidence but like when you ask me about that i'm like bailey uh, you got to know the details yeah that's it's that's above my ins and outs all right bud yeah. <laughs> that requires at least two brain cells and i am one short of that yeah <laughs> you're probably at a half right now after them all them beers you've been drinking oh man you ain't wrong <laughs> oh god oh man but uh yeah i think that i think that one nails it like obviously there's a bunch of brands out there that have some great products out there but mm-hmm. again like this is just for us what was clutch this year in 2023 um and so with that the next co- uh category is uh, a piece of gear or equipment that isn't like a rod and reel, something that isn't a bait or anything like that. But like, um, like for example, like we can throw out there. I think all three of us are can agree on it. X two power lithium batteries. How oh, you took mine? Well, I no, mean, I you can start lithium. off with I that. I just have AGMs. I've got, I've got AGMs. Bulletproof. Yeah. I was just throwing out an example. Yeah, but by all means, you. feel free to take yeah. that as your own. But. Uh, yeah, a piece of equipment that isn't like a a you know fishing category if that makes mm. sense. That was big for us this year. Yeah, Y'all, go ahead, Wes. I'll let you go first. I I, I don't want to be this guy, but I would say probably my whole just my boat motor combination. You know, I've been with Skeeter Yamaha since I made the elites in 2020, and 
I don't want to jinx myself, but I've never had a single time when that motor has not gotten me back to weigh in. And, and I mean, the boat handles great in all kind of water, whether you're running in, you know, coffee cup, that's a good one. Um, toilet paper would probably be a good one too. But anyways, <laughs> a lot, a lot of, yeah, dude, watch, dude watch. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's just, it's hard to like everything that goes in the boat. Obviously we got our X2 batteries, Minkota trolling motor, stuff like that and our grass and all that good stuff. But the actual boat, the way it performs and the engine is just so reliable. Like that, that's gotta be, cause dude, I just don't think about it anymore. Like mm -hmm. I can fish till the last second and know I'm going to get back. Like when I go to crank my motor, from my batteries to the engine, like it's going to crank, get me back. It's just, it's just one last thing I have to worry about. It's being, you know, an elite guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I can't relate to the motor part, but I, I can relate to reliability. And <laughs> <laughs> what, if what if your paddles quit working? What if, what if you, you, you got a bearing go out or something in your kayak? Well, like it, it's, it holds up pretty good. Don't it? I'm shit out of luck. <laughs> yeah, I bring a paddle. Yeah. 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 All right. Now I got three forms of defense. I have a motor, I got pedals, and then the paddle. So one way or another, either if if the paddle goes, I'm screwed. Yeah. If all three <laughs> all three go, there's something else happening on. Like yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. We got problems. Big problems. I just want to shout out this comment from John King. As we were talking about apparel last thing, because Andy gave me his blackfish gear to wear on a guide trip, and I was hooked. His gentle hugs helped also. Golly, I didn't get no gentle hug. Uh, <laughs> mine was more. My, I feel like mine was more aggressive than gentle. If we were going <laughs> to lean one way or the other. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh man, Andy, what about you, man? What do you got? Oh, gear. Um, there's a lot, like. I think the two big ones would be like Lake Master Chips and Navionics because I run Navionics on my phone. So like, and then also the Omnia Premium Pro as well with like all the new features they have on there. Oh my. Yeah, like the combination of all three on the boat when you're out idling for hours and hours and hours trying to find fish for a tournament or for a guide trip or just try to find new spots in general, like you take the three of them and you put them together, you're probably going to find something that's not on the map on all three maps. And you're going to have a hidden gem that hopefully nobody else has found yet. And I was able to find a couple spots like that on Buffalo this summer that I didn't see another boat on. And it was, it came in clutch a couple times. Wes, are you seeing any guys on, on tour? So <laughs> to use that premium pro app or Omnia? Uh, not that I know of. I know what you're talking about, um, but I haven't heard anything. I, I don't talk to a lot of guys. I'm just gonna be honest. Um, so I don't really know. Like when something's like really good or like the deal, like that's everything's hush hush. I'll find out about it about 12 months later. So <laughs> kind of where I'm at on that. So, but no, <laughs> you're I, last I, on the list. Yeah, yeah, and you're definitely not getting it from us right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. We find out eight months later. So yeah, I definitely don't get that that updated email like. Like, you know, the, the, you know, you're in the group text or the group email where everybody figures something out and you're like, damn, they must have, they lost my number on that one. I, they slipped me on that one. And then, like, the four, four or five times later, you're like, yeah, I think they're not just not putting it in there on purpose. So. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. You got some bad friends. Yeah. I, I ain't that. I just, Blame Atkins. Yeah. I, I mean, I literally <laughs> talked to like five people on the elite. So, like, at the most. Yeah. I feel that. Uh, 
but yeah, and Andy stole that one for me. That premium pro is sorry for none. It's okay. It's pretty legit. Like in the, in regards to when you can cross reference different mapping apps, but mm-hmm. they literally have like a, a a temperature feature where you can pull up, say like trying to go through your schedule again and just make sure I'm not listing out full on your lake names. Say uh, you fall in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go pull it up and there's a temperature map or say early spring, you can see which part of the lakes are warming up faster than the rest. Uh, and then there's also even a bottom hardness map uh, mm-hmm. where you can see like certain parts of like a point or things like that, that have harder bottom. Um, and the one that's interesting, I don't know how accurate it is. They don't even know how accurate it is yet. It has to be tested more, but they have a vegetation layer where you can see what parts of the lake have more vegetation where the, concentrations of uh either submerged or floating vegetation are uh it's pretty intriguing they have a bunch of different layers that go on that to me i'm sitting there i'm looking at it i'm like this has got to be up there at google maps in regards to especially time of year where this could play yeah um but yeah that thing's freaking legit um for me because we already we did x2 power batteries (laughs) and he did the i'm trying to think of what else might use we got people talking about hobie eyewear in the chat yes sunglasses are an absolute must um dude one that i don't i don't want to say this is a is a i'm it's not gonna be your torpedo because you go two miles per hour faster you know what that is a really good one <laughs> because it helps me be really lazy in regards to like and just use the motor and graph i don't have to use my legs anymore <laughs> Which is what I also have to go back. Eat to more gym. greens. Yeah, eat more greens. Go back to the gym. Uh, but I, I am doing. I'm going to give this a shout out right now because I've been, I've been playing around with it because I've been using a tandem of it and live to see how these bass behave from it and if it's actually legit. Um, trying to like keep note of it and kind of create a experiment, if you will. But um, the TH Marine Hydrowave, using that around fish, and when I turn it on be looking at fish already on live and see if they act anything different. I've noticed instances where it doesn't do anything. I've noticed instances where it scared them off. I've noticed instances where it literally, they, as soon as I turn it on, they go absolutely bonkers. Uh, so it's, it's kind of interesting. I don't, I don't think my uh, control group is as big as I'd like it to be yet, but I need to give it a shot because it definitely seems like certain instances it can ignite something, mm-hmm. um, especially on a fishery that has, I'm leaning towards it being better when there's a higher population of shad versus if it like doesn't have any shad. That makes any sense. Um, certain settings on it are, are interesting. Like they have a vegetation setting, like if you're punching and stuff like that, which really kind of goes against the whole idea of being stealthy when you're, when you're punching things like that. But Maybe it's trying to mimic like crawfish, like scurrying around in the grass. Yeah. Uh, it, either way, I'm just saying it's interesting, and uh, I hope to actually do a full deeper dive on it later this year. But uh, equipment wise, it's something a little bit different. That do you run a hydrowave, Wes? No, I don't. I don't. I've never had one on my boat, actually. And, and I'm not saying they don't work. I've just never had one. Have you heard anything from anybody, like in talking to people about it? I mean, I know a bunch of guys run them. I don't know if they're just running them because TH wants them to run them. But I mean, there's. I'm sure there's been times where it's helped. I, I just can't. I can't figure out like. So the transducer set off, you know, pinging, like it clicks underwater. You can hear it. I know the, you know, the forward facings making some kind of noise or making them feel something like there's no way they can't. 
So how are how has the hydro wave like how does it make it a different sound? You understand what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. like it may be a different clicking or a different, you know, vibration that they can feel, but I don't know how it can if it, if that fish is feeling all that going on, how does it know to decipher like, oh, this is yeah, this is what I'm wanting to hear. Of, I, I guess it's maybe if like you're in a crowded room or something and there's people talking and yelling and then a song comes on that you want to hear, like you're still gonna hear the song, I guess. Like I right. guess that would be a good science, song. Wes. Science, it's above our heads. Yeah, yeah. You got science, and then you got like, damn, how does that make sense? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get it. Like, I, ain't, I, I mean, I feel like I, I'm not a smart dude at all, but like sometimes I'm like, damn, like not not that. Just I, I'll see something in the industry, and I'm like, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> I think a lot of things in the industry. Yeah, that I'm just that like, no sense. <laughs> how in God's name are y'all selling that? And then come I, to find heard... out, they're really not. So. This is my favorite quote to ever come out of ICAST. Uh, and it was, just because you can release something doesn't mean you should. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, it's, That's uh, a good but, one. Uh, maybe, you know, Andy, we need to stockpile that and uh, talk with Steve Barden, our fisheries biologist friend yeah. about that. I would, I would like, like I said, I, I'm not saying I know anything. I was just, that's like when I think about it, I'm like, that's kind of like it's hard to figure yeah. out. No, I mean, I, I'm in the same boat with you. Uh, it's just, uh, it's one that has been interesting for me just in regards to, I'm not saying it works and I'm not saying it doesn't. It's yeah, uh, one testing out right now in different scenarios and kind of mm. seeing, you know, especially the fact that we can see fish with forward and just like looking at them, not even like fishing for them, but like turning it on and see, do they start behaving any different? Yeah. Do they start always, reacting any different? You know what I mean? It's, I've always wondered, have you been able to use it, not trying to get us off topic, have you ever used it like around the actual bait instead of the fish? Like I've always wondered if it makes the bait like get fired up, which would make the fish in turn, you know, just predatory instinct wise. I did once uh, heavily uh, or on a heavy um, uh, bait, a lake that had a lot of heavy, you know, forage and everything mm -hmm. like that. It was a very heavy population. That's the word I'm looking for uh, of bait, and I was around some bait clouds. And in the instant that instance that I used it around bait, when, when I turned it on they seem to skirt away and then they would bass would start feeding on them as they mm -hmm. moved away. Yeah. But I don't know if that was igniting them or them just being scared, scared from it, from it. Yeah. and just moving, you know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and then in that same instance, I was catching them just as good without turning it on as anyway. So I was just like, yeah. I'm just going to roll it out. It, but uh, you know, it's just, a, it's an interesting one. I definitely want to mm -hmm. do a deeper dive later and you know, talk with uh, Steve, our fisheries biologist buddy about that. And he's passing off his cough on me. Um, okay, Sorry. we got two left. Oh, you're good. <laughs> we got two left. Uh, and one is, we'll, we'll end with this one, but we'll, um, the next one, let's do the, your best or your biggest fail of the year. It doesn't have to be like anything sad or anything. It could be like something funny, like, Get the trolling motor wrong and send your butt flying in the water type of deal. Oh, I didn't do that. I my, I think my biggest fail of the year was back, in, I want to say it was in May. I'm fishing in an absolute crowd of people in Lake Erie because it's May and it's bumper boats when it's flat time out there. And I was cracking a tube on my clutch and like 10 pound test. And I went to boat flip like a five and a half, six pounder and it broke. And my line sounded like a shotgun snap. And I literally watched everyone in turn and look at my boat and like start laughing. I was like, I don't care. I catch so many, but I felt like really 
dumb at that moment. So I'd say that was probably my biggest fail of the year. Trying to dude, pull dude, fish that big. Dude said, I don't care. I catch so many. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I think I literally sat down, retied, threw back out there and caught another one and did the same exact thing. And got yeah, that one came in. <laughs> so Wes, you got any? Uh, we can come back I, to you. Yeah, I mean, I do so much. Circle stupid back again. I do so much stupid shit, dude. Like it just. Why? <laughs> you gotta give yourself more credit, Wes. Come on. Look, dude. If something could be screwed up or broke, I can do it. Promise right. you that. <laughs> well, I'll say uh, if you got one top of mind, obviously I'll let it rip. But uh, if you need a second to think about it, uh, this year I was rolling down to Harris Chain back in. February, I think it was. Excuse me. I was rolling down to the Harris chain and got about a good, and mind you, I have the truck at this point. I am bringing the kayak with me. Load up everything the day before. Leave about five in the morning. It's about 6.15. Um, turn in off the highway to, uh, to go grab, uh, like a, I think it was just Red Bull or coffee, whatever. And then I pull in the gas station. And I park, and I go to walk in the gas station. I look back at my truck, keep walking. I do a double take, look back at my truck, and I'm like, "You idiot! You left your freaking kayak back in the house." <laughs> oh my god! Went an almost hour and a half down the road. I forgot to even put the kayak in the back of the truck, so I had to go all the way back, yeah. throw it in, which it was pretty funny. Uh, my fiance at the time was was like, "Why are you back? What are you doing here?" Uh, it was it was pretty comical. But Don't worry about it. I left done, my brain at home again. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've done uh, a lot of stuff like that. That stems back to my youth days. I'd go. Uh, I had a hockey tournament once in Chicago and forgot my entire hockey bag when we got to Chicago. Oh my god! Dude. So did you my just buy new equipment? No, I know my dad drove it out. <laughs> Thank God for dad. That's my parents, man. They they put yeah. up with a lot with me. Yes. I understand that completely. <sighs> I don't know if I have a failure one. I, I have more of a like head and ass moment. Um, So the first day at Lay Lake, I thought I was going to be cute and, you know, run all this stuff. And I ended up, dude, Lay Lake's not that big. Like, I'm going to say it's 50-something miles from dam to dam. It may be a little, far, I don't know. But so I ended up burning almost a whole tank of gas on this little ass lake. I saw both dams and caught three that weighed four pounds. So just, just looking back on, it, I'm like, dude, just fish. Like, like I had to be everywhere I stopped. I was like, I need to go here. And then I'd stop. I'm like, I don't need to be here. I need to be here. And next thing I know, I'm at the freaking Logan Martin dam. And I'm like, well, they're not biting up here. So I'd run 45 minutes back the other way to the other dam. And by that time of the day's over, I'm like, I guess it's time to go in now. I guess. Uh, great success. <laughs> yeah, probably the stupidest thing I've ever done, like fishing wise. Uh, just no dumbass. No, I mean I don't I don't really dude, I don't like fall. I've never fell out of my boat. Like I just I don't know. I've never done that. I don't know if I'm I'm real like I feel like I'm pretty careful. Like I've gotten a lot better, like paying attention. I mean that's the biggest thing. Like just pay attention and try and I don't know. I, I used to be a a basket case like mentally and i feel like i've gotten a lot well I, it's not me it's riley riley's got me a lot more grounded like i've got lists to check off so i don't leave stuff like my boat like don't hook my boat up and drive off um 
but yeah. So <laughs> it's always good to have a good hey, woman. Yes, right. absolutely. I mean, you the worst one I've the, the worst one I've ever done, I guess, was like this comment's pretty funny. That's not bad. That's Anthony guy says uh, real fast, not to inter- interrupt Wes here, but he says I've had to go buy bolt cutters to cut the locks <laughs> to get the kayak out of the truck. Tried asking a cop first, and he just laughed at me. Rightfully so. That's Golly. Yeah. Right, go ahead, the, the worst one I've ever done, like two years ago, I was getting home from a – at the end of the year, we did a riders conference, and I got home, and my boat was going to be – the guy that bought it was going to pick it up the next day, and I was pulling the wrap off of it, and for some reason, I I'd parked it in the sun so it would be easy to get the wrap off, and there's a little – like in the driveway, there's like a little – you know, like a little ditch kind of where the water will run. Well, I had pulled it. I thought I'd fell off into the ditch with the tires and I didn't. And it was still on that little bit of an incline and Riley was in the truck. Well, I just jumped out and unhooked the boat. Like, and I took the chains loose. Dude, when it come off that ball, it was gone. Like gone going down through the yard. I'm talking about flying. Dude, I run, I'm like running down there to get it. Like I catch it like 50 yards down through there. And I'm like trying to get the jack to like, break over i'm trying to get something to happen and i put my left foot like behind the wheel of the jack and my foot like broke the jack up like in the boat hit the ground like the tongue hit the ground and slid a little ways but it it shattered my foot like it destroyed it like but yeah it was bad Jeez. and i'm down there like on the ground like holding my foot like just like, like what in the hell just happened like because dude it was going right towards the house like it was going to go through the house, ruin the house, ruin the boat. Like, all, it, it was, like, bad because it was all down You better have Progressive, man. Like, Oh, dude, I, Progressive, State Farm, none of it would have mattered at that point. <laughs> like, everything would have been destroyed. <laughs> but she, like, gets out of the oh truck. And I, there's a there's a video of it, I think, on, like, I think she put it on TikTok, my TikTok or something. But it, it was, like, she's way up there. She's like, what the hell is going on? It's, it's not good. Yeah, I broke my foot. It was bad. <laughs> Boat was fine. I had to go buy a new jack where it broke it off the trailer, but boat was fine. But my foot was, dude, it destroyed it. Like, you know, for good reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. I was in a boot for like a long time. Like, I mean, it happened Jeez. in September. I think I was in a boot until like January. <laughs> and it's still like, it, it's not. But I mean, I'll break my foot a thousand times for that boat to stop right there. Like, but yeah, that was a bad one. Dumbest thing I've, I will never unhook a boat again in my life and unhook those chains first. No, it's always last. Yeah, and make sure you have like a block behind the rear tire. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, (laughs) these are all things that I will end up doing once I get a boat. Can assure all right yeah i have to be real careful on my new driveway because it's like uh a downward slope into the road so if Mm -hmm. i i unhook it without something blocking the tire my my boat will just roll through my truck into the road you just take off it'll just got it'll be gone Mm -hmm. that's petrifying yeah uh all right last one of the night we'll cap it off and let you go here wes but uh best moment of 2023 what was the highlight for you? Uh, it had to be fishing related. You could do both. You could do non-fishing and fishing. I mean, I'm sure we already talked about what the non-fishing. Well, yeah, the, non, the, the, the non-fishing was 100%, you know, getting married for sure. Um, Fishing-wise, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would say fishing-wise, not even on tour. Um, Probably, I, I fished a... Um, Man, there's a big tournament here at the house that me and dad fish all the time. It's a it's a 
kind of a Neely Henry trail type deal, but it's a it's a big tournament, like big money. And uh, we actually were able to, you know, win it, I think, for the third or fourth time. But just getting to fish with him, like when I'm always gone, it's 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 really fun. And we had a, a really special day. So it's it's definitely a day I'll never forget. I mean, it was probably the highlight of this year, fishing-wise. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it was it was a blast. Like, it was, it was really good. Jack that is always one thing that I've seen. Yeah. Like, I remember you posting that. I remember seeing other guys post about when they fish either with their dad or their grandpa, mm. things like that, you know, tournaments where they're on the boat where it's – I got a little bit, little bit of that growing up. You know, we <laughs> wasn't, like, to that extent, obviously, because we just mm-hmm. had, like, a – crappy old bay liner that my dad would just we'd float half a lake just throwing sluggos thinking we were experts yeah uh but but nonetheless i i definitely one of my bigger motivate motivations to get a boat is exactly that to take my dad my brother fishing yeah just to get all that back you know yeah um that's cool man i love that that's your your highlight like like i mean being on the elites is a dude it's a huge blessing like to fish for a living but it's not the same like as growing up, like fishing with whoever, like your team partner or your buddy or your dad or your like it's when you get to go do that, dude, all the stress is gone. Like you just go fishing, it, it's a blast. Like I love it. You probably end up fishing better too. I hundred percent. I'm not worried about how many points I'm gonna need in this tournament to not freaking lose my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a lot funner. You fish better. and a lot of times you're fishing like stuff you know, like you're fishing at home, so you don't really you just go fish. They either gonna bite or they're not, or you don't have to worry yeah. about this and that and all that good stuff. I hear that, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Andy, what about you, man? Oh man, twenty twenty three was full of highlights, right? Like Nora <laughs> was born, bought a new house like a month before she was born. Got my new boat in twenty twenty two, had probably my best summer of guiding ever won the big local tournament on the lake um yeah it's a good year good year Heck yeah man uh you. for me obviously a lot of non-fishing related good things happened this year uh but fishing specifically um had a pretty rough go at the national stuff obviously me being the the guy in the kayak of the group here but uh we had our first ever uh new york invitational that was set up by all of the um local um kayak bass fishing chapters in new york so we had guys from uh long island to the adirondacks to central new york to ours at um new york kayak bass fishing and it was the top 10 AOI from each, I think it was six different leagues around New York state can be for a top 60. Um, and it was like a, there was a team deal, but also like uh, there could be an individual winner uh, as like the, the New York invitational winner. Uh, I ended up winning that. I'd say just uh, that was one pretty cool, but also just to see the each trail come together. It was actually a really well put on event and, um, from something pretty high scale, especially for New York here, kayak fishing wise was, um, a pretty cool scene for me anyway. Um, just seeing all that put together and seeing it in New York, which for whatever reason has an interest, it doesn't have much representation on the national scale. Uh, it was cool to see all that competitiveness and in, in the home state. Um, but yeah, I'd say for sure that one was probably the biggest highlight for me, but, uh, a lot of, 
good was had fishing and non-fishing in 2023, I think for a lot of, for all of us. Uh, but, uh, nonetheless, some good conversation today, fellas. I'm sure we missed some categories that people are like, why didn't you talk about best of this for this year? But, uh, 2023 was a great year. Uh, Wes, thank you for joining us here tonight. Hope you guys had a great, uh, Christmas. Uh, anything you want to cap it off with for the end of the year or anything that's coming up for 24, uh, for you before the uh, elite series season. Now just appreciate all the guys that, you know, support us the companies that support us and like guys like you that let us get on here and talk about our sponsors and we get to talk about fishing and, you know, teach people how to go catch those stupid fish that swim around. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you always got to see it on here, buddy. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. I hope y'all have a good new year. If I don't talk to you and thank you for having me. Hey, thank you, buddy. Bye. Yeah. Y'all be good. All right, man. Take care. See you. Always a pleasure having Mr. West Logan here on the show. Uh, very jealous of the, uh, the old party they had him and Riley had to celebrate their marriage. Uh, unfortunately, Andy and I were not able to attend and it's probably good that we didn't because when you get the two Northern Buffalo guys that, don't drink light beer. We drink heavy beer. We probably would have been rambunctious and been like, who are these two idiots that are here down in Alabama? Uh, but nonetheless, congrats to uh, the Logans and um, fun show. Uh, it feels a little bit weird. Honestly, I feel I have to apologize. I, I feel like, I don't know what it was. It's like this week hiatus. I've somewhat taken from technology. I feel sloppy. So I, I apologize tonight. If I sound like a dunce, uh, but nonetheless, uh, you oh, and good. you and Wes picked up the pace and uh, it was a great show uh, highlighting some 2023 best ofs. And uh, we got one more show until um, the first of the year. And things are, of course, going to uh, be changing here on Serious Angler. We have some new stuff coming for you guys. We're still going to have some topics and angler interviews, things like that. But we're actually adding to the show. Um and it might take us like a week off here to kind of get things right and make sure we have it on par for you guys and set it up and done right. But uh, should we tell? Should we just make them wait till Friday, or should we tell them now? No, nah, just make them wait. <laughs> you, like you heard it, and you said so. Yeah. <laughs> Dad says cliffhanger. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what we'll do right is uh, we'll have a show later this week. We'll decide if we want to do it uh, live or not. Um, but uh, nonetheless, we will tell you guys all everything that's coming that's new uh, and kind of give you a sneak peek as to what the 2024 uh, year looks like for us here at Serious Angler, but also the Serious Angler Podcast Network in the, as a toll. Um, but uh, pretty exciting stuff. And thank you again to Wes for joining us. Uh, if you guys think we missed any categories, drop them down. We might try to sneak them in the next episode, but. Uh, let us know what you think. And as always, appreciate you guys for tuning into the show live. Um, we are going to have a lot more of those next year. Uh, so more time for you guys to tune in uh, and things like that. So Andy, anything else for the folks before we uh, our second to last show of 2023? Oh man. One thing I will want to say is thank you to everyone who listens here and has booked a guide trip with me. Um, and if you are new here and you haven't made it up to Buffalo yet, I'd highly recommend doing so in spring or July. I'm going to change around my guiding schedule a little bit this summer. Probably going to guide more through July and take 
a lot of August and the beginning of September off before it gets good again, like end of September, early October. Um, but on that note, I'm almost full for April through the beginning of July. So I have limited dates left to get them on the books. So um, oh. if you really want to get up here and catch some bass, I'd recommend booking your day shortly. Heck yeah, dude. Well, folks, you guys are all amazing. Uh, and yep. as we said, if you can, leave us a rating and review, especially on MP3 and Spotify. We mentioned it a little bit, uh, but for folks that uh, I owe stickers to, we're going to order some serious angler decals, some fun ones, maybe some brownfin tuna decals, things like that. Have some fun with it. If you guys leave us a rating and review on the app, if it allows you to, uh, we'll send send a, a screenshot either on social media or email to us, uh, and we'll send you out some free decals. Um, again, it doesn't it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, just give us an honest rating review. You could tell us, hey, you guys suck. Uh, I asked though, if you do tell us we suck, tell us how we can improve. Be brutally honest. It's honestly, it's it's perfectly fine by us. We're not asking you to lie or anything like that. Uh, but the 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 rating interview is appreciated. Um, it just helps the show be seen more, which helps us. And then what helps us turn around and create a better uh, production for you guys. So ask you to do that. That is my Christmas wish of you all. Uh, and again, uh, we'll extend this out a little bit further as we get some more decals in. Um, we'll send you all out. Uh, if you DM us or email us, um, we'll send you guys out some uh, little care package. But uh, Andy, great show tonight. Folks, Appreciate you guys as always, and we'll see you later this week. Peace. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all on the next one.